Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast, where healthcare meets business, with your host, me, Dr. Karen Litzy. And just as a reminder, the information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not to be used as personalized medical advice. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Karen Litzy, physical therapist, owner of Karen Litzy Physical Therapy, located in New York City. And today we are going to talk about gut health, more specifically bloating, which happens to all of us, happens to me. So I'm like really, really curious about this uh, podcast. I have so many questions and I'm really happy to have joining me, Hannah Aylward, She is a certified holistic health coach, a gut health specialist, founder of HAND, her functional nutrition practice, taking a root cause approach to repairing the gut for real. So Hannah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, as am I, um, because I have so many questions. But (laughs) before we get to all those questions, could you let the listeners know a little bit more about you and how you got into this field? Yes. You know, I think so many of us get into this more holistic health field because we have to find our own answers, right? We're like, we're dealing with our own health issues. Um, and that really goes for me here. So I was someone that struggled with chronic digestive issues for years and years without really getting many answers. And I tried um, all of the diets. I mean, if you you could name a diet and I have done it for sure, <laughs> um, which is not, you know, that's a whole other story, but all, all of the things, all of the diets, um, really like trying all the different supplements and nothing was really, I would get like 20% better. I would get a little better and I'd be like, oh, maybe something's working, but it would never fully get better. Um, and it started to really like hinder my relationship to my body and food, right? So then I was scared to eat a lot of foods. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like really micromanaging everything that I ate. And I was kind of convinced that this relationship with my body and food would never be easy. Like I was never the girl that could just like eat something and feel fine. I was always battling my body. Um, and you know, once I kind of got into more of the research and this functional medicine thing kind of became more of a thing, I started to realize, whoa, there's a lot more here. You know, there's this whole concept of gut health. And that's when I really dove in head first and realized that it goes like far beyond just what you eat and different diets and like not eating gluten or whatever it is. And there's so much more to it. And by digging in there, I was able to really understand like, okay, there's deeper issues that I have in my gut and then repairing those, like, it's not an exaggeration to say it it gave me my life back. I mean, I can travel without pain and bloating and I can eat. I mean, I had it like a gluten-free bagel and cream cheese yesterday. I wouldn't have touched that a decade ago. So it's, it really truly gave me my freedom and my life back. And, um, I felt like I kept hearing that women around me were dealing with the same thing. And that's when I was like, okay, we got to do something here because I kept hearing I'm str- I'm struggling with bloating. I, I'm eating all these healthy foods. I eat whole foods. I exercise. Like I don't eat fried food or McDonald's. Like what's going on, you know? And no one was getting answers. It was the same story. Women were going in, they were being told they were just stressed. They're just anxious. Um, try this. Here's the handout for the low FODMAP diet, come back in six months. Or it was like, we don't know what's wrong with you. And that's when I was like, okay, no more. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. Um, people need answers and they need help. So that's when I really, really like started this whole thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people listening to your story can really relate to that. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, now I want to talk about bloating, mm-hmm. right? Because it happens to everyone. I have had patients 
who have had so much bloating, it looked like they were six months pregnant. Like I had a woman who was in her sixties and someone came up to her and like, oh, when do you do? And she's like, what? I mean, should I be offended or should I be flattered that you think I'm young enough to have a baby, even though I'm in my sixties, but yet her stomach was so bloated. And I mean, we all get bloating sometimes, Mm -hmm. some people more so than others. So when we are bloated, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was one of those people as well. I would eat an apple and then I would look six months pregnant with bloating and it was, and it's painful, right? So there's there's a difference between like, oh, I have some extra abdominal fat that's like cushy and cozy and juicy and soft. And like my belly's hard and distended with bloating. Um, It's not fun. (laughs) It's not a good experience. So so yeah, that was, that was me too, eating after eating really anything. And that's when it gets really confusing. So, um, bloating can happen for many different reasons, but one of the main reasons being that, you know, we have all of, we have trillions of microorganisms within our gut microbiome. And when I say microbiome, all that means is like, um, the, the community of organisms within our gut. And we're mostly talking about our large intestine. We do have bacteria and um, fungi and all of that in our small intestine, our stomach, but we're mostly talking about our large intestine. So if you've heard of like probiotics and that they're good for you, we're hoping they go to the large intestine essentially, because people say the gut and we don't really even know what they mean half the time. So we're kind of talking about the whole digestive tract and then the large intestine. And these um, microorganisms contain things like bacteria. And what happens is when we eat these foods and this is where it gets really confusing for some people is we'll eat these healthy fermentable fibers that our gut bacteria love and, and work to grow and build more healthy gut bacteria. But when we have an overabundance of those gut bacteria, we're kind of feeding them. And then these bacteria give off gases and that's what really helps to create that distension and the bloating. So um, it's not always a bacterial issue. Like we'll see it be a gallbladder sludge issue, or we'll see it be a low stomach acid issue or something like that. Um, but it can pretty commonly be a bacterial issue. So the, the six months pregnant picture, um, especially if it's within like two hours after eating, it gets worse and worse as the day goes on. I'm thinking small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or large intestinal bacterial overgrowth typically. Yeah. And, and it is amazing when you see that happen. Now Mm -hmm. you can also get bloated, not just in the stomach, but sometimes in the face as well. Is that all connected? You know, the gut is when we are dealing with these like gut infections or imbalances, they're going to cause the systemic inflammation because the majority of our immune system resides in the gut, which is on purpose. I mean, our body is like brilliant. Um, And we're putting what like our, our digestive tract is our biggest exposure to the outside world because we're taking these things like food and drinks and we're putting them inside of our body into our gut, right? So our immune system is there largely to protect us from any weird stuff that's riding along inside to our, of our body. Um, but what happens is when we have something uh, like gut dysfunction, an infection, increased intestinal permeability, we're going to be essentially triggering that immune system over and over again. And then that's going to trigger kind of more widespread inflammation. So um, inflammation is kind of like a buzzword in the functional medicine community. It's like everyone has inflammation, mm-hmm. but I'm always like, well, what's causing the inflammation? That, that's not enough. In, that's not enough information. We need to know why they have inflammation in the first place. And a large um, kind of center of that can be gut um, and gut issues, but it can also be other things like mm-hmm. high cortisol levels as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is kind of, it, you, we can bring a lot of it, not a hundred percent back to the gut, right? Yeah. Is that kind oh, of, so, yeah. So much. Yeah. So there's been some research that's shown like 
up to um, 90% of all disease, it can be traced back to the health of the gut microbiome. Um, and it really does influence like every system in the body. I mean, cardiovascular system, immune system, obviously digestive health, thyroid health. I mean, it's, there's no, there's no overall health without gut health, truly. Right. Yeah. I would agree with that. And now let's say you are a person who tends to bloat after you eat, um, or maybe even sometimes, even if you didn't eat, sometimes Mm -hmm. you're still bloated. Um, it's sticking around. It's not kind of you're eating, you bloat and it goes away. What, how do we address this? How can people address their, when they are bloated? Yeah. Great question. So so much. It depends on how deep we want to get into it, but go for um, it. You can go okay. as deep as you'd like. Okay. So when we work with clients, we utilize functional stool testing and that's going to help us assess what's actually going on in their gut because there's all of these gorgeous principles like probiotics and fermented foods and fiber, right? But different things can impact you differently based on where you're at now. So, um, it's, it's like, you know, you don't want to overdo anything if you've got an injury, but that doesn't mean you can never do the exercise again. Right. It's just like, Mm -hmm. where are you now at your health? Um, and that's where taking an assessment and getting some like lab work can be really helpful because it doesn't mean you can never eat fermented foods, but right now they might make you bloated and, and gassy and uncomfy. So we run this testing and that's when we can see different, um, microbial imbalances, infections, um, parasitic infections. We can also gain insight into how are you actually digesting your food? So very often we talk about gut health and we're talking about our microbiome, but we have to think about what happens before the food even gets to our microbiome? Like, how are we digesting our food? And digestion really starts in the brain. I mean, it's nervous system regulated. So we want to take an assessment of everything north to south, essentially, before we even, before like hopefully, hopefully digested food even makes it into the microbiome. Mm-hmm. Um, so this lab work helps us understand, like, how are you digesting your food? How are you, um, what's your inflammation looking like in your colon? Are we seeing like excess estrogen in circulation due to some of your gut microbiome? Um, So it helps us just get a full picture. And that's when we can come in and we can kind of take this timeline of like, oh, I'll try a digestive enzyme or I'll try a probiotic because I think it should help. And we can just compress it because we know what you, what you need essentially. Right. Right. So it, it starts with getting the data first. Yeah. Getting the data and we can tell a lot from symptoms too, but some of the symptoms overlap, you know, so bloating can be from low stomach acid and adhesion. Potentially it could Mm -hmm. be from, um, it could be from like few, like low pancreatic enzyme secretion, bile issues. It could be from SIBO. It could be from a parasitic infection. So we're kind of guessing until we get some of that data. Um, but we always, of course, look at the whole human. Sure. Sure. And so if, if someone is experiencing bloating, Mm -hmm. right? So let's say they go to see you or they go to see a practitioner like you, if you're not, you know, in their area, or if they want, do you see people in person or do you see people only online or is it both? We're totally virtual. So I've got a totally virtual. Yep. Functional dietitians, registered dietitians, and we see people virtually. Perfect. Okay. So if someone is then going to see you get all this data, what does a treatment look like? So what can someone expect after an initial, you know, um, evaluation? Yep. Yeah. So we're going to look at what's going on in their gut. And then we kind of take people through like a preparation phase and then a more intensive eradication phase. So if we find overgrowth of certain bacteria or 
uh, fungal overgrowth, like candida or something like that, then we'll kind of take them into that. And then we want to work on sealing up the gut lining, um, repopulating the gut with the good bacteria because they help protect us from some things as well. And working on optimizing your digestive function overall. So that's kind of the process that, that's very um, oversimplified <laughs> just for the purposes of this. Like there's a lot more that goes into it, but we're kind of taking them through that process and to take them through that protocol. We're ad addressing nutrition and um, we're addressing like customized supplement protocols, um, making certain lifestyle adjustments, supporting our nervous system as well. Um, and that's kind of what, what the process really looks like. So nutrition, supplementation and lifestyle um, adjustments to really mm -hmm. help support the gut overall. Right. So it's more than just don't eat this, eat this instead. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? No, totally. Yeah. So we, you know, I feel I speak out a lot about this because I get really, um, I just think, I think this is, this is probably an overgeneralization, but I think women can be really hard on themselves with what they eat and very quick to just peel things out of the diet. Oh, I think it's gluten. I'll never eat that again. Oh, I think it's dairy. I'll never eat that again. Oh, it's gotta be sugar. So I can never eat a cookie again. And I just want to be very clear. Like that's not how it works. Like it's, it's not that like, please like eat the cookie, <laughs> like let yourself have the cookie or whatever it is. Um, and I, and I speak about that because that was my story, right? Like I, I was terrified to eat all of these foods because I was told they weren't good for my gut or something. And the reality was that I still wasn't even feeling that good. I just was like now stressed about what I was eating nonstop, which right. doesn't help here. <laughs> no. But, you know, as we know, like once the nervous system is in that fight or flight response, our digestive capacity just like goes, goes down. Um, so it's, it's so much more than food. And we really try to take a, as less as like little of a restrictive approach as we can um, because your mental health and happiness and like quality of life is very tied into like how you can move through a program and your overall health. So um, it's really not about just taking a million things out. Even if we're replacing them, it's, it's, it's about really like, how can you make these adjustments in your life? How can we, how can I really show you how to eat? Um, what that looks like. So then you don't have to live off this like yes and no list, but you can say, okay, cool. I want to make sure I've got this, this, and this on my plate. I can make that work for me. Like when I go eat out, when I'm traveling, when I'm cooking dinner for my family, right. nothing's going to work if we do it for like a month and then we never do it again, you know? Right. And, and I'm glad you mentioned like, well, what if I'm on vacation or what if I'm I'm out with friends and you're like, well, wait, I'm not supposed to eat this, 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 and this, and I'm supposed to do this. And rather than saying, Hey, listen, there's lots of stuff off of a menu that you can eat. And also it's okay to do that because otherwise then what happens if you stop going out with your friends, you yep. stop doing all this stuff, right? You become more isolated, which we know can increase depression and, and like you were saying before, stress and things like that, right? So now we're turning the dial up on your nervous system and that's not helping anyone. No, no, exactly. And that's where a lot of our clients are, but you know, by the time they find us, we're kind of mm -hmm. like, we're like last stop. We're like, they're like, you're my last resort. I'm like, I wish we caught you sooner. <laughs> um, you know, like, I, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but, um, but yeah, it's, it, it starts to, you know, it starts to eat away at your life essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, goes far beyond the bloating because the bloating turns into, 
I can't wear the jeans I want to wear. I'm afraid to eat out with my friends. I'm afraid to travel because I'll be constipated for a week and I don't want to feel that way. I, I don't want to wear my bathing suit. Like it's, mm-hmm. it starts to sink it. I don't feel, I don't feel good in my body. I don't want to be intimate with my partner. Like it goes so much farther or you're exhausted. So like you don't have time to like build the business that you want to build or you don't have time or, or like the energy. Right. So right. that's like my high, high level vision <laughs> to get more women in their power, feeling amazing. Um, because I think we just like very deeply impact the world in a good way. (laughs) I agree. And now what, what about, um, maybe adding things like breathing or meditation exercise, where does all that fit into this? Yeah. So we, we have that incorporated into like all of our client work. Um, so, and I have like a signature gut repairing program and it's called healing guts and shaken butts. (laughs) And, um, Within it, we have like an entire section devoted to nervous system regulation exercises. So breath work, um, simple, simple stuff too, right? Like it doesn't need to be too, too over the top. I mean, you can get as fancy with it as you want. Um, but for many people, they're like, I can, I got five minutes. You know what I mean? So I um, do know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're trying to just do, do what we can. Um, so breath work definitely plays a role in that getting out into nature, like turning off, like actually turning off. Sometimes I meet with clients and I'm like, this is your homework. You got to go stare at the wall. <laughs> Nothing on, no music, no podcast, no TV, no smartphone. Right. Really just allow yourself to just be with no stimuli because we live in a world that doesn't even allow for that anymore. You know, we've always right. got something. Um, so we really work on on all of that with our clients. Yeah. And I would argue more than one something. Oh, oh my gosh. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll catch myself. I'm like watching TV and I'm on checking my email on my phone and I'm, I know. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, should I rewind it? Or do I just get the gist of it? I don't know. I know. I know it's awful. <laughs> I know. And then layer on top of that work, family mm-hmm. obligations, yep. things that unexpected things that come into your life. How do you make all of that work and still feel good. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think in modern day, like we're not really set up to support our health. We're sitting all the time. We're managing a million things all the time. And then, and then, as you said, life, just like, then there's just life stress. I mean, life throws us curveballs that we don't see coming. So, um, which I wish I could see them coming, but sometimes we can't, (laughs) Um, but you know, we want to, with that, the, I think stress is such an overarching, um, like esoteric term, but when we boil it down, it's like, how can we build stress resiliency, minimize stressors, like say, no, I don't want to go to that. I'm not going to that taking out the inflammatory foods, like things like that, and also build stress resiliency. So how can I support my body physically so that I have like more in me when things like this happen, right? I'm at a, right. I'm at a higher baseline. Um, so when I do get the phone call that something's wrong or I got to run to school to pick my kid up or whatever it is, I'm not also dealing with erratic blood sugar levels and mineral deficiencies and gut inflammation. So I'm just like kind of wigged out, you know? Yeah. 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 You're kind of like building up the overall capacity of your system to handle life essentially. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and what's coming at you. And, and I love that you said no. And I noticed that was one of your ins for 2024 is just saying no, yeah. um, which uh, is, I remember years ago, I used to like pick a word of the year mm-hmm. 
And like one year the word was yes. I'm just going to say yes to things and open myself, which sounds great on paper (laughs) and even sounds kind of okay when you say it out loud. And then I remember a couple of years after that, my word was um, uh, no to the things that don't serve me instead of saying yes to everything. So, you know, as you get older, these things work themselves out. Um, but I, I love that. And I, I always stress to women and to, to younger women that I see, I'm a physical therapist. So physical therapy students, everyone always says, say yes to everything. And I'm always like, no, (laughs) do not say yes to everything. Say yes to things that align with your mission, vision, and values. Great. Yep. But not to everything. Cause then you kind of, you learn the hard way and you get all stressed out about it and then you don't feel good. Yeah. I mean, you just burn out, you know, you just yeah. burn out. And I think we all kind of like have to hit that point almost like it. And, and I, I think it kind of comes and goes as new chapters of life come and go and mm-hmm. you hold more and you have to like stretch to hold more and then things kind of settle down a little bit. So I think it's a little bit of, you know, part of the process, but it is, it's just like, when we're looking at like your bucket of tolerance or like your window of tolerance is like a therapist mm-hmm. call it, you know, it's just like, what can we peel away? <laughs> so you just have more. Right. Tolerance. Right. Right. And like, what are your non-negotiables? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like these are my not, so maybe your non-negotiables are like, I am going to, whether it's, you know, taking a supplement or mm-hmm. it's breathing exercise or it's meditation or it's, being mindful about what you're eating, not restricting, but just being yeah. mindful. Maybe those are the non-negotiables, right? Yeah. What, what do you usually say to your clients? Do you use that kind of terminology of like, these are the, you know, the things that you, you, you need, or this, this is what you don't want to compromise on. Yeah. There's, there's kind of a few <laughs> foundations that we always come back to when, cause everyone will f- fall off, you know, everyone will have mm-hmm. like a hard week or something will happen. Sure. So it's like when in doubt, come back to the foundations. Am I balancing my blood sugar through the food that I'm eating? That's like essential and pretty easy. Once you kind of learn how, um, are we doing that? Are we, we, we drink these things called mineral cocktails. So we're like adding in sodium and potassium and magnesium and vitamin C to drinks that, um, you know, we, we drink throughout the day. I like my clients to get like one or two of those in a day. It supports adrenal health and, um, gut health and thyroid health and so many other things. And it's really great. If you're like burnt out really great. If you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. You will notice a shift in energy probably within a week or two. And I wouldn't, I don't say that about a lot of things, like some things take time, but that's a really great one. Um, and are we, are we getting eight hours of sleep? I mean, seven to nine hours, like, are we actually sleeping? Um, and do we have, even if it's five minutes for ourselves in the morning, like, do we have five minutes where we're journaling or we're sitting out on the porch in the sun, or we're like sipping our coffee in peace or whatever it is before we're touching the phone, answering the emails, taking care of the kids, whatever that is. Um, those are some like foundations to really come back to. Yeah. I mean, there are, I work with a lot of people who have chronic pain issues, whether chronic back pain, osteoarthritis, CRPS. And I always, again, have them go back to foundations as well. And I say, you know, there are a couple of variables that are hard to change, but there are a couple that we can take control of. It's what we eat and how much sleep we get. Those are things that, that, you know, you have a lot of control over for the most part. Mm -hmm. So 
when in doubt, go back to that. Or I even said to a patient the other day, I said, just go back to the breathing. Mm-hmm. Go back to the breathing that we've discussed. And that's that's all you have to do instead of giving people a million things for homework, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's, I, I love breathwork so much. Like it, it has impacted my life tremendously and I see it impact my clients' lives as well. And it's for people that kind of run fast in, which is usually people I attract because I think that's me, right? Um, sometimes meditation can feel a little like, Ooh, this is really hard to just sit still. So the breath work kind of allows us to like the brain to kind of hold something, right? Mm-hmm. We're like counting to four, we're counting to right. five or whatever. Right. It's a, I, I find it a bit more approachable for people who are like scared of, whoa, I just am going to sit in silence. Right. Um, you know, like that, that feels like a lot. My brain is running a million miles a minute. Um, so I really, truly love the breath work. And I think it's yeah. so powerful um, in supporting digestion, but, but just calming the nervous system. So the reality is that when we can calm the nervous system, we, we think we almost don't have time for it, but we create more time by actually regulating. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like we think we think we don't have the five to ten minutes, and our brain is kind of running a million miles a minute, and we're less efficient in that time. Like time um, goes quicker when we are, when we're in that state. So the reality is that if we just if we just carve out the five to ten minutes, we actually end up almost like elongating time. Like like using our our time gets stretchier. We're more calm. We can we can think more clearly. Right. You can focus. Yes. Yeah. So it's always like, it's just funny because we're like, oh no, I don't have time for that or I don't need it. And then we do it and we actually create more time. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, totally. It's like, it's like, you know, you always get more done on your list when you have like more clients in a day Mm -hmm. than you do if you don't. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I have all this time to get all this work done. And you're like, I didn't get anything done. But on those days when you have like a whole bunch of stuff already on your list. You're like, did it, did it, did it called this. Yeah. I can't believe how much I got done. It's kind of that one of those things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so real. Okay. So, um, one more, one more question I want to kind of go back to what you said right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, yes, we're talking about bloating and you mentioned like, wait, I'm, I feel like I'm eating all the right things. I'm, I'm eating clean. I'm not doing, I'm not doing bad stuff, quote unquote. So mm-hmm. why does digestion still suck? Even though yeah. we feel like we're doing all the right things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so much could be said for this. So many reasons. Um, but, but, you know, nutrition plays such a big role in, um, digestive health, thyroid health. I mean, really everything like nutrition is at the foundation. We want to optimize our nutrition. And also some of the other things that I've mentioned, um, things like low stomach acid, things like bacterial dysbiosis, things like um, increased intestinal permeability, these things will kind of um, cause reactions regardless of what you eat. So in a lot of our clients, will they'll come to us because they're like, I had a bowl of oatmeal on Monday morning with berries and flaxseed or whatever, and it's healthy and I ate it and I was fine. And then I ate it on Tuesday morning and I'm like having a flare, like I'm bloated and I'm gassy or like I I can't go to the bathroom or whatever it is. So when we find ourselves reacting to like the same food differently, or we kind of can't, um, 
we can't really keep keep a hold of it anymore. The food log isn't really working. We're trying to pinpoint what's kind of ticking us off and we can't even keep track anymore. That's really showing us that it's not a food thing. There's a deeper imbalance within the gut environment. So we've got to think of like where the food is entering, what's going on with where the food is entering, that's causing these reactions. So um, I, and I just, I like to, once again, say that because I just find people are really hard on themselves. Like I'll, I'll just take mm-hmm. all these foods out. I'll never eat this again. And the, I just want you to know that a strong, um, healthy gut microbiome, it's resilient. It can tolerate most foods with minimal pain. So you may have one or two things that kind of tick you off, or you might like go out for pizza and beers with your friends and then you feel a little bloated. I'd consider that like pretty normal. But -hmm. if you find yourself reacting to lots of things or like healthy foods are taking you off, that's when we know something else is going on underneath it all. And please don't ignore it. And that's not to scare anyone, but it's like, we really want to get in there and, and clean some things up because your quality of life is going to increase, but we're also going to make sure that everything's looking good. So nothing does get worse. Right. Right. So you're kind of looking for red flags and things like that, making sure everything is in working order. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, through the food that we eat, this is how we get all, all of our nutrients, you know? So mm-hmm. if we have these chronic digestive issues and we're not absorbing our nutrients efficiently, everything's going to take a hit. I mean, like I said, thyroid, skin health, hair, hair loss, like right. um, energy, sleep. I mean, fertility, like it really all starts there because that's where we, that's where we get all the nutrients that our body needs to like repair and support liver detoxification and all of that. So we don't want to ignore issues going on in the gut. Right. And uh, how might they manifest themselves? You just mentioned a couple of things externally. So you mentioned hair loss or maybe skin health, acne, things like that. Right. So if let's say I'm someone who's experiencing some of this and instead I'm just, you know, putting medicated shampoo or you're using, you know, whatever it is for your face, is that the time to start looking a little deeper? I would say so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially not always, like sometimes people have gut issues. Um, but they actually won't have any digestive issues. So I've worked with people before. Well, it all, one of my clients comes to mind. She had a full body skin rash that like no one understood. Mm. All the top dermatologists in New York City didn't get it. She had a biopsy, like chunk taken off her back. I mean, poor thing. She was in so much pain. Couldn't go to hot yoga anymore. It was bad. And she didn't really have digestive issues. So she thought like her digestion was fine. When I got in there, I was like, oh, I, I think you, you have like a little, like some digestive issues, but it's not, it wasn't her biggest source of pain or anything. But when we got in there, she had candida overgrowth and that's what caused that was causing the rash. So once we cleaned that up, supported her liver, cleaned up the fungal overgrowth, I mean, within weeks, the skin rash started to go away, which was amazing. Um, so, so sometimes it's not all digestive issues, but if you do have any digestive issues and low energy mm-hmm. and acne that won't go away and you've tried all the topicals or the rash that won't go away, eczema, psoriasis, like very highly likely that there's that they're connected. Right, right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I Hannah, this was great. And I've I feel like I've I've been taking notes, it's been so helpful. <laughs> um as as we start to wrap things up, what are the highlights or the big takeaways you want the listeners to get from this conversation and from what you do? Yes. Oh my gosh. Um your body's not broken. You're not broken. There's if you're having symptoms, just remember that the symptoms are, they're trying to communicate something to you. Something's not, something needs your attention, right? So 
that doesn't mean we want to just go suppress the symptoms. We want to understand why the symptoms are there in the first place. And that's really what makes like the work that we do different. Instead of going, oh, you're bloated, you're bloated or you're or you're constipated, take a laxative. It's like, no, 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 why? Like, why are you constipated? That's what we want to understand. So just know that your symptoms are just your your body giving you information and you're not broken. And chances are we can make so much progress and like really increase and better your quality of life. Um, and the other thing would be, don't try to avoid heavily restrictive diets for like long periods of time. Um, and know that you're, you are capable of having a, a nice, easy, supportive relationship to food. Um, it may feel a little impossible. It did for me years ago. Like I never, ever thought I would, I could just eat and go out and not worry about it like ever. Um, but that is, that is available to you and that is possible for you. We just have to kind of get in there and, and see what's, see what's going on. Right. I love those two. So you're not broken, which I tell people in pain all the time. People have chronic pain. It's very similar. Yeah. You know, um, because it all brings up these feelings of inadequacy and then you start to catastrophize and then you catastrophize oh, yeah. more. And then before you know it, it's like, I'm broken. I'm not worth it. I'm not, you know, and then it's a lot of, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Yes, absolutely. Right. Which is, which we don't want people, especially women. We don't want women to think that way. Cause that's not true. <laughs> no, no. And, and I'm telling you from my own experience, like I had many fall, fall to my knees moments of like, this is just how it's going to be. I don't know. Something's up, mm -hmm. you know, and it really changed. And sometimes I still look back and I'm in shock <laughs> still. I'm like, well, I can't believe we actually really got over that. And it's like stuck. Like, I mean, I, I know the power of my work, but I'm like, dang, like that really did. That really did work. So, right. You know, use me as, as an example of like, whoa, like this is, I really can move through this. And that's why I'm, I'm always sharing client stories too, to like hold the belief for people really. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And now where can people find you? Um, where can, whether it be social media, your website, where can people go? Yeah. So I'm very active on Instagram. Um, you can find me there at Hannah Aylward HHC. Um, and then my uh, website is also hannahaylward.com. Um, and you can reach out to us via email there and you can read more about our program there and all that stuff. We've got a blog. I will say the Instagram is like where we have a lot of information. So I do um, free live trainings. I do weekly Q and A's on my stories. I'm like very active with my community. So don't hesitate to come on over and like send me a message and say hi and, and let me know what you're dealing with. I, I'd love to connect. Perfect. And we will have links to all of that. So whatever platform you happen to be listening on right now, if you go to the show notes section, we will have links to your Instagram and to your, uh, and to your website. And you also have a free, a little freebie, right? Yes. Yeah. So we have um, a brand new root cause assessment quiz. So it's going to help you identify the root cause of your digestive issues. Um, it's a quiz. It's not testing. So, you know, take, take that into consideration. Like it's not diagnostic, mm -hmm. um, but you can basically answer a lot of questions and then learn, oh, like a lot of these symptoms are associated with this. And then you can learn more about whatever it might be, candida overgrowth, gut dysbiosis, um, and you'll get a PDF and there's videos of me talking about it, breaking it down, best next steps to take and all of that stuff. It's, it's pretty juicy. Perfect. Perfect. And yes. And like we, like we say, like I say in the beginning of this podcast, it is not meant to diagnose. It is for educational purposes only. 
Yes, exactly. Yes, that's what I say that. that that's what I say too in the, in the front of this podcast on every single show. And now, Hannah, before we go, last questions when I ask everyone, what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? Oh my goodness, I just turned 30. So that's a decade ago, which is wild. Um, and I feel like I'm like a different person. Um, I think I would say, trust yourself. Trust yourself. You already know what you're doing. Um, don't doubt yourself as much. It's going to be okay. And you'll always figure it out. Words to live by. Um, <laughs> excellent, excellent advice to all of to all of our listeners. Um, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, um, sharing all this great info with, with me because I had so many questions um, and cert certainly with the listeners. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great couple of days and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to leave us your questions and comments at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com.